don't give up. Hope wins and love wins. This is this is um, inspired. Uh, okay, some of my sermons are inspired from my wife. All right, it just happens. <laughs> she kind of says, "Well, this is what I'm sensing is going on," and she was right. There's there's a lot of stress going on right now in our culture and uh, advice that is uh, very very difficult. Um, um, well, it's just difficult to navigate all the all the pressures of of you name it. I'm going to talk about this. I want I want to have a discussion with you this morning on this. This isn't so much a the first part is more of a discussion with you of my of my observations of what I see going on, and maybe you'll you'll join me in seeing these things, and maybe we can find a hope filled way or hope filled perspective on how to not allow these negative distractions and darkness to cloud our minds. So. Here's the first one. The pace of change is frustrating. Um, I've had discussions with people that are on all sides of the spectrum when it comes to vaccinations, media, anti-vaxxers, um, uh, you name it, on, on all. I have friends in, in all those camps. And they're friends. They're, we're still friends. Uh, we don't have to agree on everything. And we also have learned to not argue about some of those things because it's pointless. I value my friendship more. So anyway, one of the things is the pace is changing and, and to have yet another lockdown level not open up for us and for our region, this is tough, but I, this is not just about Kitchener-Waterloo region. This is for all of Canada, the United States, around the world. Um, again, in Canada, we're only looking at our own lens. How about some of the other countries that uh, are begging for these vaccinations? They, are, they don't have um, any vaccines because they haven't arrived yet. They don't have a supply and they're begging and begging and begging. People are dying left, right, and center. So for us to moan the way I see people are moaning, you know, why can't we, why do we have to line up at the grocery store? What I'm frustrated. We don't have this. And people are getting really nasty, uh, with each other. And that has got to stop. And may we as Hope Fellowship never be the contributors to that negativity. Um, uh, I have thoughts. <laughs> they don't always make it out of my mouth. <laughs> so I'm preaching to myself here. And uh, I think it's good that we all acknowledge we are not alone in our frustrations. Um, we want to be out of this pandemic mode. We want the economy to be opened up. We get that. And uh, I'll talk about the messaging in just a minute, but this is what I'm observing. We're frustrated that things aren't opening as uh, as we want them to. Here's another one. This is a tough one to say, so please don't be offended by this. But there are many who are frustrated with the flaunting of rules and whether how to buy in or dig in. Like, do we buy in and just say, okay, fine, I'm going to join all the all the rule breakers and just meet because because I'm 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 tired of this, which I'll address in a second. Uh, or do we dig in and just continue to be responsible? Uh, citizens and and try to follow the the guidelines as best we can now some of you don't like what i'm saying and that's okay bear with me you know my heart already um but i'm i'm taking this somewhere this is important um because we need to acknowledge there are those uh, honestly if you want to healthily navigate through this you must at least acknowledge the frustrations of others that's why uh there are i, I acknowledge those who are saying look i'm i I want to meet. I'm gonna. I don't care what anybody thinks. Um, I'm finished with the masks and all that stuff. I acknowledge that. Um, I may not agree, but I acknowledge that as an authentic 
emotion and uh, a, a concentrated thought that is captivating us. But I'm concerned about what those thoughts will do to us, which is why I'm doing this series. Um, there's more to this. Another observation. <laughs> this one will be good. Who do or can we believe? All right. This is like this is one of my super frustrations. So we have a distrust of media and governments. Um, I, I'm picky about wording. So when I hear a phrase of somebody making an announcement, I'm listening carefully to their articulate word. Let's say it's one of the doctors talking. And uh, then comes the media questions. And they take the exact wording and twist it to mean something different, making the person answer differently. And suddenly we have a real mix of, uh, of messages. All right. I think the media, sorry. I think you're you're not helping. Some when you when you um, try to jockey for media position and clout and influence and it's it's climbing the ladder and not really trying to get the true answers. This is about uh, getting attention. You have you have uh, I think really screwed up uh, your your calling in the media. You're not true media. It's a it's it's a it's self-promotion and that that's driving me nuts and and then we have the government you know flip-flopping on what they're gonna say here do this but don't do this you guys have these rules we have the rules that are different because we're special all that stuff like that's been going on for the last year and a half i acknowledge this and this i'm calling you to be honest and acknowledge yes these are real things um some people are going la 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 i'm not listening i'm just going to follow the rules and bury your head bury your head others are saying that i'm questioning absolutely everything and now you're fully engaged these are real things going on all right i want to i want to guide you someplace when when in by the time i'm done today the real spread of fake news is a big deal. The vanishing trust in experts. Everybody thinks they're their own expert. Um, this is hard. There's a reason we call experts experts. And uh, you and I are not the experts. Oh, but I know somebody. Well, we'll get to that in a second. We're losing faith in the system, but also exhausted from having to research and keep up. This, I'm finding this, and we don't realize it's happening. Okay, and get this, this is, uh, this is on top of normal life problems. So this is all added on to everything we're doing. So if you're wondering why you're beat up, tired, and worn out, don't give up hope. Love wins and hope wins. That, that's the point today, okay? We are losing faith in the system, but yet there's still some truth there. And I'm happy to chat more about it. There's, you, can, you may argue about your own country's uh, decisions, but... I think if we have a worldwide perspective, it might bring some balance of, of the mass number of medical professionals around the world. Again, obviously, I'm giving a bit of my bias through, but honestly, with such uh, uh, varied interpretations and media reports, we got to be cautious and gentle when we flaunt our opinion of the sources that we think is really viable okay because not everybody's going to agree with the source and sometimes it's just not worth the fight and but this is exhausting the point is this is exhausting next uh, this this is a bad one because so-and-so said so exhaustion so I've done this and I hopefully I've stopped. I, th I don't think I do this anymore, uh, but I know people still do. They post um, uh, links to media sites that are like 
Who are they? I can you know, anybody created that site and they say, look, it says this and and bandwagon people. People say I'm a real doctor. I'm a real nurse. And, and I get that. It's they probably are. But such a small fraction in my life, uh, in my world that I'm seeing, such a small fraction are, are against what's going on. Do we need to hear them? Yes. But when the extremists are ex so extreme, they don't acknowledge the balance. And this is the same thing in politics. At least acknowledge what's going on. Well, a buddy of mine is very pro a certain political party. And I've suggested, and, and I'm trying to learn to do this too, that if I, if I say something's really wrong with that party, then at least when they do something right, give them some credit that they're at least trying. Otherwise, you're not being human. You're just looking for the negative, And now you become um unbelievable like really we're not going to listen to you so it, there has to be some maturity in these discussions another observation trying to keep up with the current issues Th this one was triggered this week okay over the last two weeks not only are we dealing with pandemic stuff we're dealing with world issues we had the george floyd incident uh, a year ago a year and a bit um that really raised the awareness of of um things that needed to be made aware and brought to the light brought to public uh, which led to a number of other uh, movements and missions uh, and they're they're growing it's like every week there's a new one which 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 facebook thingy do i change my header to like what's it this week and i've purposefully not followed every bandwagon but I've, i'm i'm highlighting the ones i feel most passionate about um, but that doesn't mean I'm not passionate about other ones that are happening. Um, let me give an example. Injustices among so many groups. And again, that's where the George Floyd thing came out. Uh, and, and of course, in the last two weeks, the most recent is the residential schools. This, was a, this is a huge one. In fact, uh, my love and understanding for the Indigenous family in Canada, um, it's growing even more. I already had a growing love. Um, as my vision of who God is and how God lives in us all uh, and his light shines in us and lives in us and seeing that in all people and all of creation in this, I think the indigenous community can teach us Westerners so much about oneness with nature, understanding, uh, circle of life, things like that. And, and here we have the extreme pain of colonialism coming in, ripping families apart, now to find um, mass graves, all right? The first one was 215. Uh, the next thing that was found uh, last week was uh, uh, 751 unmarked graves, which is different than mass grave. You'll have to listen to the news reports and discern the difference. But the uh, media people asking questions are mixing up the terminology. And it's not helpful. Uh, there is great loss here. There are families that don't know where the, where the relatives are. This is... This is time for us to not try to be right, but to listen. Really, I'll cover that in just a few minutes, but this is a big one. Equity and inequality, uh, front and center of our news. Like this is revealing so much. And even I had, listen, I'm gonna, this is gonna be embarrassing to say, but I actually had really good trust in the government that they were really trying to help. Now it's like, oh. I wanted to believe that. And now I see that we as Canadians or wherever, whatever country you're in, we do need to stand up and speak. We need to call our politicians to account. 
And when we don't, and I'm speaking to myself here, when we don't send that email, make that call, um, we're not helping things. Uh, I want I want to make a difference. I don't want to become a politician. I did at one point, but I'm glad I'm not. Um, but this is this is a really big deal. I saw this picture of uh, reality, equality, and, and two more in just a second. I, I want to share this with you. Reality is one gets more than is needed, while other gets less than is needed. Thus, a huge disparity is created. So that that's the reality of life today. Equality means well, I'll give everybody the same amount of boxes. Well, it's still not. It says the assumption is that everyone benefits from the same supports. This is considered to be equal treatment. Equity, which is beautiful, uh, everyone gets the support they need, which produces equity. And justice is, a, is all three can see the game without supports or accommodations because the cause or causes of the inequity was addressed. The systemic barrier has been removed. Um, this is the journey to becoming human. It really is. When we start to recognize our own prejudices, uh, it's very humbling. Um, and may what we share at Hope Fellowship make you a more loving person. <laughs> I really hope so. Another observation. Um, I hear a lot of people saying, I'm so sick of this, or I'm done with this pandemic. Really? You are? None of us are. Nobody is. So to say that, what do you mean by that? Do you realize the message you're sending when you're saying it? Now, when my wife and I are out for a walk, <clears throat> I say, I'm so sick and tired of this. That, that's different. Um, we're having a conversation, a meaningful one that continues on and on. But when you're talking to other people, you're not having those long, long discussions necessarily. So to say I'm sick of it, what are you saying? Are you saying then you're not going to, you're going to cause more stress on those uh, you refuse to follow? Like these, these are kind of, kind of big deals. Um, let's dig into this. Conspiracy theories are growing. They were growing before every pandemic uh, has conspiracy theories. I even saw the polio, some memes about the polio vaccine, that same thing. People were anti-polio vaccine back then. Well, guess what? It's, it's pretty much eradicated it. There, there is some value to the science, um, better than we know. So anyway, and, and the worst conspiracy stuff I am sick of personally, if I'm allowed to vent for just a moment because I have the microphone, is when people tie faith or God to their theories. If they say, well, the Bible points to this and this happening, or especially end times stuff, I'm so tired of it. It does not at all. So don't, don't buy into that, that Kool-Aid uh, that the church has uh, served for so many years on what end times looks like. I'm, it's really hard. So please don't be a spreader of conspiracy theories. If you believe that's a fine, but sometimes you can ostracize yourself and hurt relationships all around you because of non-factual things. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll call up my buddy Rod. Rod and I don't agree on this pandemic stuff necessarily, but we have a friendship that allows us, I hope it's okay to say this, Rod. We have a friendship that allows us to be honest and explain ourselves. So we might use this phrase, I'm so sick of it, or I'm done with it. Great. That's the first sentence, but then we have another conversation for the next hour on what that means to us and doesn't mean the, the flat statement of I'm done with it. Honestly, we're saying I'm so exhausted from all this. 
I want this to be over. See, now we're getting to the real honesty. When we use these shock statements, I'm sick of it, I'm tired of it, I'm done with this, we are using shortcuts to um, expand a frustration and not give room for honest discussion, all right? That's where I think relationships are getting hurt uh, in the church and in our families. I know families that are split apart right now relationally because of these conspiracy things. Social conversations are guarded along political anti-vax end times lens lines. What I mean is um, when you're having conversations in, let's say you're in line at the grocery store or you have a distance, safe distance backyard gathering, you almost have to be careful that you don't talk about the wrong political thing because everyone else is on the other side or you don't know if they're anti-vax or not. Mind you, they'll tell you if they are, so you probably do know. <laughs> uh, that's a joke. Uh, and then uh, if you're dealing with the spiritual world, if you know they're end times folks that are thinking this is the end times, Mark of the Beast stuff, like you don't want to engage those conversations because it creates a big fight and so even social conversations are becoming exhausting and our our friends list is shrinking which i got a question about that in a few minutes how many are left who are our real friends it's exhausting to navigate all that and so the idea of oh i don't have to go out man this you know there's some benefits to this pandemic i don't have to have people over to have those conversations. I don't have to have relatives over. I, don't have, I like my relatives. Not, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about generic. Um, uh, uh, these things are so tiring. And if you don't know this is happening, your frustration can grow and you'll just be an, an angry person, which is not who you are. You are a grace-filled, love-filled person and it needs to come out. And if we don't realize what's contributing to our negativity... Um, we're not going to address it. Who will your real friends be when it's over? That's a good question. <laughs> Another observation. We may be suffering from lack of agape syndrome. And I think this is happening all over the place. I have suffered from lack of agape syndrome uh, on and off. Um, it, it comes sporadically. It's triggered by um, others. <laughs> What do I mean by lack of agape syndrome? <laughs> it's focusing only on our problems. That's one of them. When we only see our problems, I don't have internet. I can't get out. I can't even get an appointment for a vaccine. I can't get this at the grocery store. There's no more toilet paper left. I, 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 I can't go there. I can't do this. I, 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 I. That, that's lack of agape syndrome. Also, everyone else is wrong. Yeah, that's a, a lack of agape syndrome too. Everyone else is wrong. I'm right, you know, and you just pout off being right. Uh, sometimes people sound like they're always right, but they don't really mean it, but they just sound it and don't, they're not always aware of it. Um, I, I've gotten in trouble for that for sure. Um, or lack of agape syndrome looks like I need to be more right than the other person. All right, because I can't let them even be a little bit right. Otherwise, I need to admit I don't know it all. Ouch. Ooh, that one, that one can sting. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. You know, we, we, we want to be right. We want to be part of the in-group, and I think that happens in the Christian world. In the, in the religious Christian, in, in, in churchianity, listen to this, 
there is a huge emphasis in the evangelical church to be more right than everyone else because we know better than the world. It's us versus them. They're going to hell. We're not because we know more than and better than they do. That, that disease has trickled into every area of life, being more right and having to be right and not admit that we're wrong. We are blind to or quickly turn away from difficulties that we don't understand. So when there's something that comes up, uh, even in the news, even with this uh, indigenous um, uh, issue going on in Canada, it's easy to turn the channel and, and do nothing. But I'm begging you, please don't turn the channel. Um, listen more. If we don't begin to feel the pain and the emotion, um, we're creating a problem. I, I saw a meme the other day that summed it up well, and I could not find it. But the idea is when we stop feeling, the psychological mental health issues begin to increase. The suppression of choosing not to feel, not to empathize, will create mental health issues for us. Okay? This is a huge deal. I don't... Uh, anyway. Next. Blaming someone else is easy. We love blaming everyone else. It's the government's fault. It's so-and-so's fault. It's that news channel's fault. It's the prime minister's fault. It's the president's fault. It's our politician's fault. It's the doctor's fault. It's the, the um, war table's fault. It's, and we can blame, 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 blame. But here's what's happening when you're blaming everyone. You're, you're lacking agape. You're presenting a syndrome that is not who you are. Don't let this disease affect you, all right? It's eradicated instantly through a change of belief, a change of mind. <laughs> Hope this is making sense. Here's something else important. We have never done this before. Don't beat yourself up for what you don't or didn't know. Some of us need to be told that today. One of you, two of you, three of you need to hear that. We've never done this before. We've never been here before. Or for the lack of skills, don't, don't be upset about that, that, for the lack of skills to navigate this perfectly. I like to make sure I plan well. I'm a super planner. I like to have backup plans for the backup plans for events. That's the way my brain works. And there are times where, man, I did not foresee this and I beat myself up for this. Don't do that. It's unhealthy because you're self-absorbed. And again, it's the lack of agape syndrome. Or, I could have been more prepared. Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I, at the beginning of the pandemic, buy up all these other things that I can now sell and have a stable income? <laughs> like, that one comes up all the time. Oh, I could have thought of that. But you didn't. <laughs> we Don't get mad at for what you don't know. This next picture is absolutely hilarious. This little boy um was going to go blow i'm assuming because i only saw one line in the comment i'm assuming he because it said he went out unsupervised to blow up his tires i i'm assuming he never did this before so he goes out blows it up well he had never known how to blow up a tire before obviously from what i'm seeing in the picture he has blown up uh basketballs and soccer balls before that's my assumption but this is not how you blow up a, a bicycle tire and he didn't know and to me this innocent picture is perfect for some of the stresses some of us are going through you didn't know you couldn't navigate 
Our circumstances came to us. Quit beating yourself up. Um, find, let's find hope in this. Let's find love in this. I thought it was hilarious. You guys find that funny? I thought it was hilarious. Loved it. Don't give up. Don't give in. Here's a myth. Uh, we used to say there's so much darkness in this world. The world is so dark. Well, guess what? That's actually a myth. There is more light in this world than darkness. Absolutely. By far. Darkness is not a substance. It's not a thing. In fact, to God, darkness and light are the same thing. There is no darkness in God. Ponder that one. That's for another sermon. But um, please, if you're thinking, oh, there's so much darkness in this world. And by the way, when we believe there's so much darkness in the world, by saying that, we are affirming a lie. We are now looking for, by affirming that, we are looking for all the things that are negative and bad in our world, and we take our eyes off of the good. That, that's a natural thing that happens right away. What you look for, you will see. So if you say there's so much darkness in the world, what are you looking for? Darkness. I remember buying a, a Hyundai Sonata, and I have a Santa Fe now. Um, when I got my Sonata, it was a nice red one that was promoted at the Super Bowl. I loved it. Um, but suddenly, I saw all these red Hyundai Sonatas. I was like, whoa, a lot of people. We're, these are like coming out of the woodwork. I never saw so many before. And I got my Santa Fe. Wow, look at all the Hyundai Santa Fe's. You know, well, they were always there. I just never noticed them. I started to look for it, okay? What you think about will affect your mind, body, emotions, and health. So if we focus on darkness or look for darkness, we're going to allow that darkness, that false darkness, to affect us emotionally. It'll affect your thinking. It'll actually affect your body physically. It'll affect your emotions. It will affect your health. Um, this is why it's so important to wake up and be aware. I'm not talking about being awoke. That's, that's a... Um, uh, not a wise thing to engage in. Uh, please avoid the woke conversations because it, it's coming from somebody who thinks they know more than you and you better think like them or you're not woke. Okay, that's judgment. And judgment's a terrible thing to do. By the way, you're gonna, I'm going to air a conversation this week with Richard Murray uh, about judging. I think you're going to like it. That might fit into this really well. What you focus on will come out of you in behavior, and others will notice. If you focus on darkness, focus on conspiracy, focus on negativity, focus on all that is wrong, 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 you're going to become more and more bitter and angry, frustrating. If you're wondering, ask your spouse. Give them permission to be honest, though. <laughs> you know, uh, there have been times where Lori has told me, Mike, you're just so short, short and sharp. It's like, I am not. Or sometimes I said, I am not. <laughs> but then I realized, shoot, is that what I sound like? Have I, have I progressed emotionally and are frustrations building up that I am unaware of? And now it's coming out to my family. They all see it. They all know it, but I don't know it. I think I'm fine. Well, it's likely, and, and I'll say this for sure. I guarantee this, that those that are frustrated right now with this pandemic stuff and all your frustrations, uh, and this is all you're focusing on, you've likely become quite negative and everyone else around you knows it. It's time to come back to being who you are. It's time to get healed from the lack of agape syndrome. This is, um, this is a call to live out of your true identity. Here's another myth. We think that people are just bad. There are just some bad people, unredeemable. Un There's no hope for some people. Well, it's a lie. There is goodness and light in all people. That's right. In fact, oh, there we go. Yeah, Full Metal says, you can't see the good if you let darkness in. 
<laughs> well, darkness just blinds you. So ask Jesus to reveal his light again. Boom, suddenly you'll see light and go, oh, what was I thinking? There is goodness and light in all people. Those that don't display goodness, listen, are focused on all that is not good. So when you're seeing behaviors that don't reflect true love, that means that's what they're thinking on and what they're focusing on. You are the light of the world. Be light. This is the call today. This is the point. Don't give up. Don't give in. Love wins. Hope wins. Don't give up. Please don't give up. And if I have annoyed you with some of my sways and biases, I'm really sorry. Um, please go for the heart of what I'm trying to share here. Uh, usually I'll trigger something, but please move beyond the trigger quickly. Keep going. There's a, a reason I'm mentioning all these things because I'm not the only one thinking this and mentioning them. And if it's triggering you, maybe this is exactly what you need to hear. Another myth, it won't make any difference if I, you know, try and be more agape focused. Oh yeah. When we focus on hope and light, we will change and impact everything around us and everyone around us. I just think of going into work, grumpy coworker or positive coworker. Each one changes the mood of the room when they enter. Which one are you? Just think about this. This is huge. I'm going to end with this. I, I got too many more slides left, but I, I'm going to have to end here. Two, two, two verses, two translations, from uh, first from the NLT and then from the Passion Translation. Jesus is our hope. Jesus as our hope. And this is from 1 Timothy 1-2. This letter is from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, appointed by the command of God our Savior and Christ Jesus who gives us hope. So he's already given it to you. You're not lacking hope. You actually have it. But I don't want it right now. I don't want to see it because then I know I have to change. And mm, You know that attitude? Yes. We all do, because many of us are our parents. We understand. We like to pout. It's more fun to pout sometimes. Well, it's only for a time, only for a season. I'm writing to you, Timothy, my true son in the faith. May God, the Father, and, the Father and Christ Jesus, our Lord, give you grace, mercy, and peace. If you're not living from peace, then you're not focusing on agape. It continues, from Paul an Apostle, this is from Passion Translation, from Paul an Apostle in Christ Jesus, for it was Jesus himself, our living hope, who sent me as a servant by the command of God, our life giver. Timothy, you're my true spiritual son of the faith. May abundant grace, mercy, and here it is, and total well-being, or peace, from God the Father and the Anointed One, our Lord Jesus, be yours. The Hebrew concept of peace includes health, prosperity, and peace of mind. Please don't be unaware of all this. This is a, this is a pretty serious topic. And we're, I'm going to address it more. Like this, this week is more of, uh, of my opinions um, because they're more my observations. So don't take it as sermon notes. I'm giving you what I see and hear and feel from all the people I meet. I'm, I'm not doing this, this walk alone. I'm not doing this teaching alone. I'm, I'm sharing with you from conversations I've had with so many people like I get to in my role. 
in chaplaincy and long-term care, I see a lot of people every week. And as a pastor, I meet a lot of people. In my funerals, I meet a lot of people. I'm hearing a, uh, a theme, a, re- a constant theme that's happening. And that's what I'm trying to address today. Please don't give up. I know many are feeling frustrated and depressed about what's been going on. Don't lose hope. And I hope next week we'll get into more ways of how to then focus on hope. How to then focus on agape so that we, we don't get stuck with the lack of agape syndrome. All right? Because agape is your DNA. So lack of agape is impossible. But you can lose sight of it. You can take your eyes off it. You can forget about the agape that's in you. Yes, you can. So I'm trying to remind you and poke, 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 poke and say, hey, this, this behavior of negativity, it ain't you. It's not real. And it's really annoying and draining and exhausting. All right. So if you feel the poke, okay, like remember going to a doctor and the doctor goes, poke, poke, poke. Does this hurt? Nope. Does this hurt? Ah! And the doctor says, well, it's not supposed to hurt there. So if I'm poking and it's hurting, it's not supposed to hurt. And I'm talking to myself. You, you all know that. You know me well enough for that. So anyway, that's it. We're done this morning. Please, please, please have a chat with Jesus today. Um, surrender your anxiety. Surrender your frustrations with the situation. Say, God, what are you trying to show me in this? Through my unique personality, Father, what do you want to teach me this week that I've not been able to see in 16 months? You might be shocked at what you learn. And if you do, I want to hear about it. Oh, my goodness, please message me. I want to hear the joy of revelation, the joy of, wow, I I can see clearly now. It's like a good song. (laughs) I can see clearly now that I am not presenting my authentic identity (laughs) and i want to i want to be a more loving person i don't want to be a drain on people i want to be life-giving (laughs) light-giving yeah all right okay here we go uh reminders we're gonna do our zoom chat as soon as we're done here if you don't have the link message me private message me message me on facebook and i'll copy the link to you uh, as soon as we're live in zoom it'll be about five minutes um, but don't wait 10, 15, cause we might be done already. Um, and if we haven't seen you for a while in the zoom call, please jump in. I, I miss everyone. I want to see who's around today and, uh, it'd be fun just to do a quick hello. You stay for five minutes and then, and then leave. No problem. Uh, there are no rules to this. So, uh, that's it for today. Hope you have a great week. And, uh, I pray that, uh, this next coming week will be a more hope filled week and may you sense your true identity as agape and may agape come out of you in a way you never saw possible. All right. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time.